Today's daf is daf Yud Gimel and Meseches Chagiga, page thirteen, and we are up to the very top line. The Amar Ravacha Bar Yaakov, and Ravacha Bar Yaakov says we're going through the various heavens that exist and the different names that we have for them. And by way of introduction for today, we're going to be getting into a lot of Gemaras that I have no clue what I'm talking about. All right, we we're going to have to read these Gemaras at Pashup Shat. Um, if you want to start studying Kabbalah, you got to learn about one other person, not more than that, or else you'll misunderstand as we learned uh, in our Brisa earlier. But be it as it may, it's going to be a fascinating, fascinating Gemara discussing what's going up above and uh, beyond um, our planet Earth. And uh, let us get going. We'll, we'll try to hop around some snippets and uh, various messages that we can uh, take with us as we move along. But I'm just giving a preface that ultimately we haven't been there, so we don't fully grasp um, re- Lemaisa, what's happening, uh, you know, what's going on in these heavens. So here we go. V'yomar Rebacha Yaakov, and Rebacha Yaakov says, O Rakia Echad, there's another heaven. Yesh Lamala Merosh Yechayas, which is above the head of the Chayos, Tachsev Udumus Al Rosh Yechayah. There is a dumos, there is an image above the heads of the chaya, rakia, a, a heaven, ke'en ha'kerach hanora. Okay? You know what this heaven looks like? An incredible kerach, an incredible ice. That's what this heaven looks like. Just ice, incredible ice, spread out. Adkan yesh lecha reshus Now, until this rakia and... Until this information, we're allowed to talk and describe the seven heavens and the different names for the heavens and what they look like. From here on forth, done. You can't continue this conversation. What? How did? This is all we're going to say. Says the Gemara. She came kosa b'sefer ben Sira because it's written. In the book of <coughs> Ben Sirah, which is written towards the end of the Bayashani, Bamufla Mimcha, things that are in such wonder to you that you can't comprehend, Al Tidresh, don't darshan. Uva Mimcha, and things that are covered over from you, Al Tachkar, don't start making Chakiras, getting into the lumbus of it, and then it was the Gavr, the Chavza, how exactly, what type of ice, you know? You know the joke they say, what's the difference between a, a, a shlamazel, a shlamil, and a nudnik? I told this one, if I did, it was a while ago. What's the difference a shlamazel, and a nudnik? The difference is, so, so here's how it works. You have a guy who makes a cup of coffee, and he's walking up the steps, and as he's walking up the steps, some guy's coming down the steps and knocks into him. Okay, and now there's coffee everywhere. So the guy walking up the steps is a shlamazel. Yeah? So Shlomazel, you should have been more careful. They we're looking, make sure there's nobody coming down. The guy walking down the steps, causing all the issues, is a Shlomil. Shlomil, wherever he goes, he's causing, you know, there's always him. The Nudnik wants to know what brand of coffee it was. That's the Nudnik. <laughs> Who cares? You know what I mean? don't start making hakir. Was it a Starbucks coffee? You know what I mean? Like, take it easy. Okay. Things that we have permission to get involved in, get involved in. But don't make it your business. Don't be Isaac. Things that are hidden. Okay. 
Tanya, we learned in a brisa. Amr Vechem Ezak Vechem Ezakai says, "Matshuva Yishav the Baskol Yisur Rasha." There was a fascinating conversation, so to speak, that took place between Nebuchadnezzar and a heavenly voice. Now, what are you talking about? What happened? Bishosha Omar Nebuchadnezzar said, "Ele Alba Mosei of." I'm going to go up onto the clouds. Adam and I'm going to make myself like God. Okay? He thinks he's so geschmack. Yeah? Arrogant guy. Yotza a heavenly voice. It's fast. It's such a pill. Isn't it a wonder that we're even like being gyrus, this guy? It's amazing. You know? <laughs> what are you doing? A heavenly boss comes down to Nebuchadnezzar and says to him, Russia, Ben Russia. You wicked person, the son of a wicked person. Ben Benai, the grandson, shall nimrate Harasha. Shehimrid kolaylam kulay b'machusay, who brought all the wickedness to the world with his uh, with his uh, malchus. Shivim shana. I'm sorry. Kamo shnei sof shalav. You Nebuchadnezzar, how long do you expect to live? What's a full life? Shivim shana. How do you know it's seventy years? As it says in the Pasuk, the, the expected length of days is 70 years, with strength, 80 years. Says the heavens to Nebuchadnezzar, you think that the heavens are the clouds? Let me teach you something, you little wimp. Let me teach you something, Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> you don't even know what the heavens are. From earth until the first Rukia, is 500 years of traveling. And the width of the first heaven, Shorakiah, it takes 500 years to travel through the first layer of heaven. And that takes place within each heaven. You ready? Each heaven, seven of them, has 500 years of travel in between the heavens. So there's 3,500 years of traveling, you're lucky if you live till 70, okay? Now, there's 3,500 years between the heavens. The Mila Mayhem, besides for the heavens themselves, all right? So we're dealing with a minimum of uh, 7,000 years of travel. Above these heavens, Chayos HaKodesh, are these Chayos HaKodesh, are these Malachim. And let me tell you something about these Chayos. Karsule HaChayos, the ankles of these heavenly angels, Keneged Kulam, just their ankles take 7,000 years of travel. Shaike Achaya is Keneged Kulam, and then the Shaik, the, um, the thigh, okay, is opposite them. Rechuve Achaya is their calves are opposite. Yarche, I'm sorry, so Shaike um, must be the calf. Rechuve Achaya is, I guess, between the uh, kind of like near the knee. And Yarche, the Yerach, is the thigh. So Yarche HaChayah is connected Kulum. The thigh of the Chayah is equal to all of that. All right. I lost. I don't have a calculator. So, okay. You got the point. All right. We're dealing with tens of thousands of years of travel. Nebuchadnezzar, let me tell you something. We're not even done. Gufe HaChayah is Kulum. The bodies, the main part of the Chayah is opposite all that. Savari, the next Achai is connected to Kulam. Roshay Achai is connected to Kulam. Karni Achai is connected to Kulam. Their horns. The Malmiyam Kizik Kavit. Above them is the Kizik Kavit. Ragni Kizik Kavit. The feet of the Kizik Kavit are equal to all them. Kizik Kavit connected to Kulam. The throne itself. Melech Yelchai Bekayim Ramnisa. Shaykhin Alayim. And this is where the Abishter sits. Viata Marta. And you, you little wimp Nebuchadnezzar. You say, Ella Bamasayov Adam Alayim. Oh, I'm going to reach the, the, the itty bitty clouds. 
and be like the Rabbani Shalom, you can't even fathom the vastness of the creation, not even the Rabbani Shalom, the creation that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put into place so he could sit on it. Ach, but, El Sha'el Turad, you are going downstairs. Yeah? You're not taking the upstairs escalator to even make it to the clouds. Guess what? You're taking the downstairs escalator down to you know where. Al Sha'ol Turad Al Yakasebar to the bottom of the pit. Okay. You know that you know, uh, uh, another joke maybe. Gehenim joke. There's a famous one, but it's worthwhile repeating because it's taka funny. There's a couple uh, planning a vacation down to Florida. This, this is great. This is a great one. Going down to Florida. And because of work, the wife decides she has to go a day later. Okay? She stays in New York. So the husband goes down to Florida. And as soon as he gets to his hotel, he, um, he gets on his computer and he sends her an email. The problem is he mistyped one letter of her email address. And instead of sending it to his wife, it went to a woman who just came back from her husband's funeral. Okay? So this is the email he wrote to her. My dear beloved wife, the trip here was uneventful. Check-in went smoothly and I can't wait for your arrival tomorrow. Boy, it sure is hot down here. <laughs> Love your departed husband. Okay, that's <laughs> it sure is hot down here. All right, Florida, fine. But Kaddish Baruch Hu tells, tells the Vukhadnezar, he says, Vukhadnezar, you think you're like, go to the clouds. What, what do you know? Garnish, you're going downstairs. Yeah? You're going to where it's hot. Okay. The Seder says the Gemara of We're now at the two dots, four lines, five lines before it gets wide. We don't darshan the Merkava, the story of the Merkava, even to one person. Meaning, even by yourself, without darshing, a person needs to be very careful about learning the Maisim Merkava. Tani Rebchi Rebchi taught us, Avobat Maisim La Rashi Prakim. You can know the basic idea. You can know the basic idea of the, uh, of the story of the fiery chariot that went up to Shammai. Okay. Basic idea. Amar of Zera, Ein Maisim Rashi Prakim Allah Av Bezdan. Even the basic ideas and the Rashi Prakim, the bullet points, yeah, that could only be given to somebody who's an Av Bezdin, okay, which means he's capable of understanding things practically. Al pi halacha. Ulachol Or even if you're not an Av Bezdin, somebody who's very, here's how I'm going to translate this, okay? Somebody who's very careful about how he uses information given to him. And the reason why I'm saying that is because sometimes people take in information and they, they worry about it the wrong type of worry. You misuse the information given. So it either has to be an Abbezdin or somebody who has a unique Mida where they know how to handle information and emotionally deal with it in the... Within its boundaries. And you don't take it out of place. Now, Levi, any of us had the seichel, the common sense to do that, right? Okay. 
Ikadarmi, some say, for who shall be day You need both. You need to either be um, a be able to give psak halacha like in Abesdin and also have this midah. It's not either or. Amar Ravami Rami says, You're only allowed to give over the secrets of Taira to somebody who has all five of the following things. You ready for this? If you want to learn this, the hidden secrets of Taira, you need to have five things. Ready? Sar Chamishim, you need to be somebody who at least 50 people follow. Because, not, not on Instagram. On Facebook? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook. The Facebook or of, right? No, you have to be somebody who, <laughs> who 50 people follow. What does that mean? Somebody who, when, when at least 50 people listen to someone else, that person is, ex, it's, a, it's assumed that that person is, is careful in... And, and, and bears responsibility for the words that are said. So no, not somebody on Facebook with 50 followers. <laughs> right. right? Somebody who, who feels, res- you know what comes out of your mouth is going to be thought about and spoken about. Okay. Unisai ponim. You know what unisai ponim is beautiful? Somebody who is positive and has a lifted head. Somebody with a lifted head. The yoates. Somebody who is trusted to give advice. The Chacham. I'm sorry, the Chacham Charashim. And somebody who makes wise people even wiser. Univoin Lochash. And somebody who has the calmness of mind to be comfortable with. Things that are whispered. Things that are whispered means that it's not meant to be public. Which is why my bubby, and I'm sure many of our bubbies used to say, and this isn't a statement from anybody with life experience. It's a well-known phrase. Those who say don't know, and those who know don't say. Right? Those who say, those who say don't know. That's what Nevain Lachash means. You, you know how to whisper. You know not to say things. The moment you start giving a public Kabbalah class, that's a psal. That means, that means you don't know what you're talking about. Okay? Because to know the Sisrei Tari, you need to have these five things. Mamish, mamish, amazing. And it, it, by the way, it's, it's something for us to think about when we're deciding where we got information from, what type of people to follow, where do we look out, you know, where do we look for when we get, when we get advice, when we start giving advice to others and and Sisrei Taira, how do we know if you know what we're ready for? So, on and so on. these are attributes that are necessary for depths. If you want to really hop something, we're looking for these five traits. Okay, that you feel responsible for others. Fifty people, you feel responsible for others. Positivity, not to be so critical. Keep your head up, right? Amuna bitachin is Shalaylam. A trusted advisor to other, be able that we surround ourselves with wise people and avoid lachash. You know when to talk and when not to talk. Okay. Ravami and Ravami says, You're not allowed to teach Taira to non-Jews. Shenemar, as it says, 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the Torah. He didn't do this for any other nation. And they should not know. That's what it means. Baal Yida'o means they're not allowed to know. Okay, now this is an interesting, uh, this is very interesting conversation because some of the Rishayim on this Gemara say that this is not talking about Psukim in the Torah. Many Rishayim actually hold that it's permitted to teach a non-Jew Chumash. The whole conversation is whether about Torah Shabal Peh or Sisrei Torah. But it's pretty much accepted that if a guy wants to go ahead and see what HaKadosh Baruch Hu expects in the world, that he's allowed to go, he's allowed to learn, uh, allowed to learn Chumash. There's a whole conversation about this. Um, um, uh, ultimately, the, it seems that people do not, in general, go out to teach Torah to non-Jews, unless you know, even Chumash, unless you know that you're able to explain it in a way where they're not going to take that information and, and mess with it. Okay. I'm there, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yechon, and says, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Rabbi, you got to go ahead. So if we can't teach them, how are they supposed to learn Shavu Mitzvah, Bnei Noach, and, and other things that are relevant to them? Very good. So Shavu Mitzvah, Bnei Noach, obviously is allowed to be taught because that came before the Torah. Okay. It's only the stuff that, uh, that applies without that. But Eina Chanami, that was, Shavu Mitzvah, Bnei Noach took place before they were to give the Torah. That's certainly permitted to, to um, uh, teach. I'm there, Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yechon, says, Rabbi Lazar... Come, my dear student Rebbe Lazar, I will teach you about the Maisa Merkava. Now, Maisa Merkava is one of the biggest secrets of the Torah. So is Rebbe Lazar allowed to learn it? It depends. Does he have all five of those traits, right? So listen to this. Amar Lehi, Rebbe Lazar said, I'm not ready. I'm not old enough for this yet. I'm not ready. Kikosh. When he felt ready, when he felt old enough, Noch nafshei de Rav Yechanan, Rav Yechanan had already passed away, he already died, meaning lost opportunity. Interesting. It's, I think it's important that the Gemara is writing it like this. I think there's a reason why we're told this part of the story. Even though he felt he wasn't ready, maybe sometimes we're selling ourselves short. When he felt ready, in other words, there's a balance. It's not that, oh, you need to have all five and be very careful if you don't have all five. Because anybody who has an element of humility might feel like we're never ready for something. So Ken Zion, it's quite possible the Gemara here is bringing down this part of the story to let us know that to an extent, like we're not saying you shouldn't learn these things. We should. These are Sisrei Torah. Yeah? You could learn about their bunch of them. You could learn the deepest secrets. You could learn how to live, become developed into a being a better Yid. Don't, if, you, if, if you're Taka ready, your Rebbe is telling you you're ready. Go learn it, right? Okay, maybe. I don't know. Amalei Ravasi. Ravasi said to him, I'll teach you the Mashmar Kava. Amalei Ravasi said, Izakoi. He says, no. Because if I would have had this chos, I would have learned it from Rabbi Yechanan, your Rebbe. Meaning, Rabbi Loza says, you know what? The message I'm taking from this is, I should have learned it originally. I didn't. And he was, the, Rabbi Yechanan was the right one to teach to me. And therefore, I'm nervous to learn it from you because you may not be the proper Rebbe. Uh, to be le- to be teaching this for me, okay. Rabbi Yosef, I have a governor. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, learning Maaseh Merkava. Savi the Bumbadisa, the the sab the like a saba and a savta. The elderly people of Bumbadisa have a ton of Maaseh Bereshis. They had already learned about Maaseh Bereshis. He hit us. So Rabbi Yosef knew all about Maaseh Merkava, and the elders Bumbadisa knew about Maaseh Bereshis. So you know what they're going to do? They're going to barter information here. Amrulei, they said to Rabbi Yosef, Ligmur Lan Mar Maaseh Merkava. 
Teach about Maizim Rakava. Amalu Rabbi Yosef said, Agmar only Maizim You teach me about Maizim Rishis. Basar Dagmar and So they did that. Basar Dagmar. After they taught him Maizim Rishis, Amalu they said to him, Ligmar Maizim Rakava. Teach about the Maizim Rakava. Amar Lahu no. Tanina Bahu because we learned to Bashar Chalav Tachas the Shanech honey and milk. Tachas is under l'shanich your tongue, meaning tvarim amasukim midvash v'cholav things that are sweet like honey and milk. Yehu should be tachas l'shanicha underneath the tongue. It should be kept hidden, and therefore I can't teach it to you. Okay, what does that mean? What's going on over here? Ah, you promised. You promised. Oh, you ever had a situation where? You told somebody something under a certain setting and then circumstances completely changed and they still expect the follow-through when that wasn't the original intent. You get where I'm going with this? Says Rabbi Yosef, I know I agreed, but once you taught me about my separations, I realize you're not ready for the my so I don't, I, I can't teach it to you. Meaning, I thought it was going to be a clean barter. He's not, he's not fooling around with them. But he's letting them know that they're just they're pushing not allowed. I can't. It, it has to remain under my tongue. I, I can't share it with you. Rabbi Avoa, Putin, Putin told Biden that. Putin told Biden what? That now that I see who you are, I don't have to pay, I don't pay attention to what you have uh-huh. to say. Okay. Okay. Lahavdil. Okay. Very good. <laughs> But uh, we'll, we'll, okay, we'll, we'll find out who he is, right? We'll find out. Rabbi Avo Rabbi Yochanan Bavo says from the following pasuk: "Kvasim l'levusheich." You're gonna you're gonna address yourself with sheep. Devarim shehem kivshayne shalaylam. Things that are like the kivshan, the furnace, which think where things are hidden of the world. Yehu tachas levushach should remain underneath that which you wear. Amrulei. They said to Rabbi Yosef, Taninam buhu ad vayemer Eloi bin Adam. Okay, you don't want to teach us about the Maisim Merkava, but we already learned until vayemer Eloi bin Adam, which is one of the Psukim. Amar lehu, Rabbi Yosef says, okay, beseder hein hein Maisim Merkava. So you don't even need me to teach it to you. You already know it on your own. I don't need to teach you anything. Maisvei, that's a challenging question. Well, right now we just said that where does Maisim Merkava exist? From the Pasuk of Ayyemere Leibnei Adam, Adhechen Maisim Merkava, but the Brisa says, until we are in Yecheskel's the Maisim Merkava, Rabbi Yemir Rabbi says, Adva Ira Basra, until the second seeing of Yecheskel. Rabbi Yemir, Adva, um, uh, Rabbi Yisrael Yemir, Ad Hachashmau, until the electricity. Yeah? Did they have electricity back then? We'll see. You better believe they had it, just in a different element than we have it now. Can you can you teach us the Maisim Merkava so we can understand what this Gemara is talking about? Yeah, for sure. It's uh, not for the Merkava, it's for to understand the Daf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as if we'll get through the Daf. What did he say? He says, uh, he said, uh, I'm not old enough. Right? I'm not old enough. <laughs> Okay, Ara Hashmal, he says, learned until the Pasuk of, of Hachashmal. Okay, it's an extra Pasuk to say there. So we have a question. How can you tell me that, uh, that the elders of Pompadisa said it's from Vayimer Eloi B'nei Adam? You see over here, it's either Vaera or Ara Hashmal. Answers the Gemara, Ad Vaera Magmarinon. What they were saying is that they learned until 
on Tova era, you learn regularly. Mikan Be'elach, from there on forth, Masrin and Rashi Prakim. You only give the bullet points, the main ideas. Or you could say, Adva'ira, Masrin and Rashi Prakim, on Tova'ira, you're allowed to learn the main ideas. Mikan Be'elach, from there on forth, Imhu Chacham, Even Daita, Imhu Chacham, If he's a Chacham, Maven Midaitai in, Eloiloi. You teach it, and then if the person is taka on the level to understand it on their own, they could go figure it out on their own. Eloi, if they're not able to handle it on their own, then they shouldn't. You just leave it. Umi darshinam bechashmal. Says the Gemara, how, are you, how, do you, how can you tell me you're allowed to darshin the Pasuk of Chashmal? Now, we're going to explain what Chashmal is over here. For who Yenuka darsh bechashmal, there was a young uh, yeshiva guy, okay, who learned Chashmal. And a fire came down from Shemayim and burnt him up. You hear this? So you're not allowed to darshan the Pasuk of Chashmal in the Maisim Merkava. Says the Gemara Shani Yanuka. That was a young guy. The Lav Mote Zimnei. Yeah, his time hadn't come. Who was he to start darshaning it? Abimela. Um, he a fire came and burnt him up. Because who are you to darshan Hachashmal? However, somebody who's older and capable is allowed to darshan the Chashmal. Okay. Now, what's going on over here? As we learn through the Gemara, we're going to get a little more clarity about the story and what this Chashmal. Is this electricity? Where does it come from? Amar Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda says Biram is Biram, which means in in truth. Okay, Zachor Aisei Ha'ish Latif. This man, this man, should be remembered Latif for good. Whose man? Which man? What are you talking about? The Chananya ben Chizkiyah Shmai. This man, Chananya ben Chizkiyah. Oh, he should be remembered Latif. Why? If not for him, the entire Sefer Yecheskel would have been hidden. You know why? Because of the Maisa Merkava, which is inside Yecheskel. Nobody knew how to darshan it. Until Chananim and Chizkiah helped us, as we're about to see. And the Chachamim were at the verge of getting rid of the whole Sefer Yecheskel from Navi. Because it was causing big problems. Now listen to this. Shahayu Dvarov Saisun if you don't understand the words Yecheskel, it seems to imply that this Navi contradicts the words of the Torah. Ma'asa. So what did Hananiah do? He asked that it should be brought to him 300 barrels of oil. Now this is an, just an expression of, he told people to give him time, give him space, Give him oil so he could have a nair, a candle. And he sat down. And this is beautiful. And he just went. He went and he, he went and did what? The Yashav Ba'aliyah. He went up to the attic. The Darshu. And he explained everything. People were getting confused. The words in Yechezkel are confusing with the words of the Torah. What's going to be? Eh? Chayin said, listen, Hevra, this confusion can't go on. It can't go on. And therefore, he went up to the attic. He said, everybody leave me alone. I need some time. 300, however long it takes to burn the 300 uh, jugs of oil. Which, by the way, you see from here, we know this. When you want to get something done, you can't have the internet with you. You can't have people around you. You can't be busy schmoozing. Eh. Sometimes, when you need, you just, you need to be off on your own. And you accomplish a lot more in one hour than when you would otherwise in 10 hours. 
He says, everybody away, I got this. Give me some oil, give me a room, I'm going to the attic. And, I, and he sat down and he explained every single time in Sefer Yechazel, it seems to be a contradiction, he explained why it's not a contradiction. And therefore, Zohar Latayv. We have to be makir toiv, we have to be grateful to Hananya. Ton Rabbon of the rabbis learned so shui, maizib etinak yachad, the story with etinak, a child, sheikari bebeis rabbi besef yecheskel. He was reading psukim in school, in the house of his rebbe, from sefer yecheskel, vayim meivim bechashmal. And he was thinking about the, the, he was trying to understand the chashmal, this part of, of uh, the vision that yecheskel had. And the ish from the chashmal in Shemayim came down and, and uh, burnt him. Okay? And said, okay, so now it's dangerous. It's dangerous. People are, if we allow Sefer Chesed to be out, people start thinking about it, people are going to die. He says, no. He says, you know when the fire comes down and causes damage? When somebody starts tapping into it, that's when it's dangerous. Stop to have some yokel who moves along and says, oh, hey, I think I know what I'm talking about. No fire is going to come down and hurt the guy. You're stop a lunatic. This kid happened to have been a protege. Hitaka started chopping and he connected with this chashmal in heaven. And Okay, it's unfortunate. But he says, just because it happened to this kid, you don't need to be nervous that is dangerous from everybody. Okay, so now it says, let's get to the meat and potatoes over here. What are we talking about? My chashmal. What is this word electricity? What is this electricity? What's this chashmal? Amr of Yudah says, Top of your Gimel, Amr Beis. Listen to this. Chayais eish memalais. Okay? They are chayais, they are angels, they are beings that when they talk, fire shoots out. When they talk, fire shoots out. Okay. The Masnisa we learned in the Brazo, Itim Choshois, Itim Memalalais. These Chashmal, Chayos, these Chashmal beings, sometimes they talk and sometimes they don't talk. Sometimes they're quiet, sometimes they talk. Whenever there is utterances, Kaviyacho, that comes forth from the Rabbani Shleilam, Choshois. They stop. There's silence. And when there's no sounds coming forth from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then they start talking and the fire comes out of their mouth. Okay, so what's Chashmal? They are these beings that are way, way up in the highest of heavens that are incredible, thousands of years of journey large, and they're there, so to speak, near HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and they shoot forth fire, and they're constantly talking in some Ruchnias dick away, um, and, and, uh, and they're, and they're silent, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't have an utterance, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu does have an utterance, then they're silent. Okay. V'chayis ratzoi v'shoiv kemara bozak. And the chayas are going back and forth like the, like the, the sight of Bazak. My Ratz of first of all, what is back and forth and what's Bazak? So, my Ratz of what does it mean they're going back and forth? It's like a fire that goes in and out of a furnace. All right? 
Whenever you have furnace with fire, so sometimes f- like um, flames jump out, and then they go right back. So that's how the chayes seem to be. My kamara bazak, they look like bazak. Amr Vesi Bachin, Vesi Bachin says, Ka'ara yetsim mipi acharosim. Like flames that comes out when you have uh, uh, cracks inside of a barrel, inside of a jug. So you have cracks and there's a fire in there, so, so sometimes it uh, shoots out. Okay? Says the Gemara Viter. Ve'ira. Yechezkel says. Yes, right. Yechezkel says, I saw. Ve'hinei ruach sa'ara. And behold, there was a strong wind. Bo'om and atzofen that was coming from the north. Anon gadol, a big cloud. Ve'esh and fire, mislakachas. That was, that was mislakachas, a bolt of fire. Ve'naiga ba'isaviv. And there was fire surrounding it. And from the center, looked like these from inside of this fire. All right, that's what Yechezkel says. Says the Gemara, there was a big wind and it was coming from Babel, big clouds, lightning bolts, and the fire around it looked like it was Hashmal from the middle. What are you talking about? Says the Gemara, where's this wind? This wind went to take the entire world and put it underneath Nebuchadnezzar. You hear this? It's amazing. Mamish, blow your mind. Unfortunately, we think that Nebuchadnezzar Harosha went against the Ratzon Hashem. What do you see from here? HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent him the greatest chayas, to ensure he'll be successful. That's what Yechezkel said. You know why Nebuchadnezzar was successful? It wasn't Nebuchadnezzar. It was the Rebbein This is what needed to happen in the world. Nebuchadnezzar is going to rule the world. Akadosh Baruch is going to send the chayas to Nebuchadnezzar. Azaygitas. Okay? Why? The Kol Kachlama. For what purpose? Beauty. So that the nation should not say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu needed to teach Kal Yisrael a lesson. And Nebuchadnezzar happened to have been the power. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, you know what? Really nobody could conquer me. Nobody could do anything to Kal Yisrael. Nobody could lift a finger against Kal Yisrael. But, I dafko on Nebuchadnezzar to be the one to destroy the Beis HaMikdash. So that the nations of the world shouldn't say, look at Kal Yisrael, they were conquered by a pathetic nation. If my children are going to go down, at least let it look good. At least let them lose to the champs. So it doesn't look like they're, like they're weaklings. Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Mi garam li. What caused me? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the ultimate independent. How could he cause me? Mi garam li. That I'm going to help Nebuchadnezzar. Well, where's that come from? Why would I help the Bukhanetzar? You know why? This is not a Bukhanetzar winning. Klaisol sinned. So a message has to be given. So they need to be, uh, we have to lose the base on Mikdash. Okay, fine. But at least I'll make it look good, so to speak, for Klaisol. They won't look like they're, they're weak. The Eira Hachayis. Yechezkel said, I saw the Chayis. 
there was a, a, a fan, I'm sorry, there was an Eifan on the ground, Eitzel next to Hachayas, next to the Chayas. Okay. Amr Abelazar, what does that mean? Malach Echad Shu'aymid Baritz. There's one Malach that stands on the ground. Now Rashi says, I thought these Malachim are too big. Right? So Rashi says, we're not dealing with the Aretz that we know. We're dealing with the floor of the heaven that these Malachim live in. Okay? V'raisho magia Eitz And his head reached up to the other Chayas. But Masis Tana, we learned it in a Braiza. Sandalfain Shemai. This Malach that came down, his name is Sandalfain. Okay? Hagavaya Mechaviray. This Sandalfain is taller than his friends. About 500 years of traveling. Vanu, how much taller he is. You know, he's a little taller than everybody else. He's 500 years taller. Okay? He stands behind the chariot. And you know what his job is? He makes crowns for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what this, this Malach, Sandalfain, makes crowns for the Rabbani Shalom. Says the Gemara, what do you mean he makes crowns for the Rabbani Shalom? How is that possible? Ini. We say this in Kedusha. You should know that the Kedusha that we say every day in Chazar HaShatz is such powerful words, it's beyond. If we, we should just like spend time just like learning Kedusha. It's the, 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 what goes into these words. It's mamish, mamish, mamish. It's, it's Le'ela. Right? But what is Baruch Vayr Hashem Im Koymai? Hashem's name is blessed in His place, which means there's a place that's His. That belongs to the Rabbani Shalom. Nobody touches the Rabbani Shalom. Even HaKadosh Baruch Nobody knows where HaKadosh Baruch Hu's place is. And you're going to tell me there's a Malach sitting there creating crowns for the Rabbani Shalom? We're assuming right now it means that you're going to deliver the crowns too. Right? You're not just going to make it. You're going to tell Amazon to drop it off. But I thought the Rabbani Shalom is by himself. Nobody knows where he is. Says the Gemara, You're right. You know what happens? Sandalfain makes crowns for the Rabbani Shalom. Then he says the Rabbani Shalom's name, and the crown picks up and flies away to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Ozal, the Yosef, and sits on the head of the Rabbani Shalom. Omar Rav Rav says, Kosher Roy Yechesko, Roy Yeshaya. You hear this? Everything that we talk about in Sefer Yechesko, whatever Yechesko saw, Yeshaya saw it too. Okay? Now, why does Yechesko get into such detail? And Yeshaya doesn't. What is Yechesko? Similar to the Ben Kfar, a villager. Who sees a king. So what do you do when you're a villager, you see the king? You're like, wow, you come home, you're like, well, you gotta know what I saw. Did the heavens and the highest and they're running and they're going and the flames and then and this and he's standing on the ground. Yechesko goes in detail because he never saw such a thing before. However, what is Yeshaya similar to? Yeah, he lives in the city near the king. He sees the king around all the time. And therefore, he saw the same thing. We didn't go into such tremendous detail because he wasn't noticing it the same way. Amr Reish Lakish, Reish says, I will sing to Hashem, because He is exalted. What does that mean? Zokt 
the Gemara, Zok Reish Lakish, Shira Lamishem is Gael Ageim, I will sing to Rabbeinu Shalaylam, who is elevated over everything that's elevated. What does that mean? The Yomar Mar, the Tanatotos, Melech Shebechayisari, who is the king of the beasts, of the wild animals, the lion. Melech Shebechayisari, Who's the strongest, toughest animal? Shor, the ox. Melech Shabaifais, king of the birds. Nesher, the eagle. The Adam, Mizgo'aleim. All these things, really, are under the kingdom of mankind. Mankind rules over all these kingdoms. And Baruch rules over mankind and everything else. Kosev Echadimer, one Pasuk says, Udemos Pneim Pnei Adam. And the image of their face uh, looked like the face of a person. And the face of a lion to the right, for four of them. And the face of an ox, for four of them, um, uh, uh, the left side, for four of them. It says each one had four faces. Okay, each one of these chayos had four faces. They had, in other words, the picture of their heads, so to speak, that were as big as thousands of years. Okay, so one side of their head was the face of a person. The other side of their head is a face of a lion. The other side of their head is the face of a uh, of a kruv from the kruvim and a eagle. What about the ox? That's the king of the domesticated animals. Rishlakish um, says, asked for of the ox, That's why we don't have the ox. You know why? Because the ox represents the Chata Egel. And we don't want the Chata Egel to be represented so high up in Shemayim. And Mamela, we just have it included in the. Um, we have it included in the Kruv uh, side of the, of the image, of the Chayes. Okay. Says the Gemara, my Kruv, what exactly is a Kruv? Amar Rabbi Avo, Rabbi Avo says, Kravya, a child, Shekain, Bebovel, Kairin, Leonoka, Ravya. This is a well-known Gemara. Rashi quotes this when it comes to the Kruvim, when Rashi proves what the Kruvim exactly look like. Rashi on Chumash. Right, so Rashi uh, quotes this Gemara that says that in Bavel they called a Kruvya Rav, uh, was a Ravya, but it's referring to a young child. Amar Leir of Papa Lavai, Papa says Lavai Al Miato Dechsev Pnei Echad Pnei Kruv Pnei Asheni Pnei Oda Vashlishi Pnei Aryeh Ravi Pnei Nesher. One second, if you're telling me that a Kruv is a young child, isn't that a person? A child's also a human. So what do you mean? Four sides: a child, a man. Same thing. The face of a Kruv is the face of an Adam. Says the Gemara, no. You're right, they're both humans, but a child's face looks different than an adult face. Yeah, you have an adult face and a baby face. One Pasuk says, Six Knofayim and six Knofayim. Each one of these Malachim had six wings. Okay? Each had four faces and four wings. Well, make up your mind. Uh, is it six or is it four? It says Gemara, like Kasha, there's no question here. 
There were more wings when we had a base on Mikdash. amazing. You, you, like, we wish we would like have more details about how this works. He's Yeah, when the base of Mikdash was destroyed, they, um, they each one lost two wings. They went down a wing. Kaviyachol, so to speak, shenis maatu that they were lessened. Kanfei hachayos. The wings of the chayes, they kind of were, were taken away. They weren't able to fly and to carry as much. Says the Gemara, You told me they had six wings. They lost two, making it four. Well, which two fell off? Okay. Listen to this. You'd think, you'd say... Uh, one on the left, one on the right, the front one or the back one or the center one, yeah, depending on which matzah you're cracking. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean over there? Says Gemara Okay? The wings that the chayas would sing songs with. You see that a wing is not just a posh, the wing that we envision, that we picture. It says in the Pasuk, Two of the wings would call out to each other. And they would say, we're continuing on Kedusha, by the way. The Karaz al Zavi Amar, Kadaish, Kadaish, Kadaish. Uksiv. And it also says, Hatsaif Einecha. Place your eyes by on it, Ve'einenu, and it is gone. So these, saw, these wings that sang Kadaish, 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 once the Beis HaMikdash was gone, we lost the Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish that would be sung in front of a Kaddish Baruch. Remember, these were the highest that were mamish up, 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 singing on behalf of Klal Yisrael. Which is, by the way, keep, keep this all in mind. This is taking place in the universe that Hashem created beyond the world. And all of these things, we as Yidin are Zaychetu because of Avram Yisak and Yaakov. We're the Heligan children. So all these, these thousands of years, you know why they're there? Everything that goes on that we can't imagine, we can't fathom, but we're still like trying to, we're still like touching on it a little bit and just being, being made a little bit aware of the vastness and the greatness and all the Kedusha that's happening right now while we're learning Afghan. Why is it happening? For you. For me. For Yidin. For Klai Yisrael. It's amazing. No base HaMikdash. These chayos that are larger, thousands of times larger than this whole globe, lost wings. Because Klai Yisrael doesn't have the Beis HaMikdash. And there's no longer the Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish being sung by these. It's a, it's a mamish, <laughs> the chesed of the Rabbi Yisrael, what, what's available for us. And when we bring Kedusha to this world, is amazing. Rabban Ami, the Rabban say, Aysen Shemachasis Bam Ragleam. The wings that would cover over their feet. Shalemar, Viragleam, Regal, Yishara, their legs were straight. The Ilav, the Imayit. And um, if they wouldn't have been taken off, Menahavayada, how would Yechesk? Oh, I hear. So the, the Raya over here is that Yechesk says, Now I saw the feet. Why are you saying now you saw the feet? It must be the wings that covered the feet or the wings that fell off. Okay. Now, says the Gemara, Doma de Maybe it just means that the wings were lifted up and the Cheskel saw the feet. Saw the, yeah, saw the feet. But it doesn't necessarily mean the wings that covered the feet fell off. Because if you don't say that, And their faces looked like a human face. Are you going to say that um, 
the uh, the wings that were covering their face fell off. No, Ella the Igole, it was just revealed for a little bit. V'chazile, and then it went and v'chazile, and he saw it. So too, it could be with the feet, but the wings that fell off again didn't necessarily need to be the ones that covered the feet. But we're still sticking to the being wings that sang Shira. Says Gemara, listen here. It makes sense if you say that when you go to your Rebbe, it's proper to cover your face. Okay, just as a sign of humility, you know, you cover up like, you know, I'm not zaychet to see, so to speak. Okay, so kare la rabbi. But everybody will agree that that uh, it's not proper to uncover their legs. So therefore, ready for this? What the Gemara says is, the wings that fell off Taka must have been the wings that covered the legs. I we said, maybe it just means they uncovered them. No, because the Chayis are always standing in front of their Rebbeinu You're not going to uncover your feet in front of their Rebbeinu Even the Chayis. So why were their legs uncovered? It must be they just pushed it, didn't have wings anymore. Their pants fell off. Their wings, those are the wings that fell off. And the Mela, that's why the legs were revealed. One Pesach seems to say, By the way, notice also, you know, going back to the to Ahmed Aleph, when we said that Hananya saved Sefer Yecheskel because they were nervous about all the contradictions, we're going through many of these contradictions right here and explaining what Hananya taught us. So here's another contradiction. There were thousands of thousands Yisham Shunei, who serve Hashem, Viribai Revavon, and there's tens of thousands, Kadamaihi, in front of him, Yakumun, they stand, because of Echadaimer, and then another Pasuk says, Hayesh Mispar the Gedudav, can you even count how many soldiers the Rabbani Shalom has? Well, you tell me there's thousands and tens of thousands, and you say, oh, it's infinite. It's a stira. It's a contradiction. Say, come on, no, like Kasha. So to speak, it is. So when we had a base Mikdash, you couldn't count. You couldn't count. But once the base Mikdash was gone, so then the amount of servants Kadesh Baruch has in front of him is much less. He didn't. He doesn't need. It's still tens of thousands, but he doesn't. He, it could be counted. He doesn't need the same amount because just push it. The relationship with the world changed. And this is, by the way, what we daven for on Tisha B'av. What we daven for when we, when we want Mashiach. When we want, what are we davening for? A rebuilding of this relationship. That we should be so connected that the Rabbani Shalom needs more servants in front of him to take care of all this. There's more going on. Rebbe says the name of Abba Yaisi Ben Dusai. There are thousands and thousands who serve me. These thousands and thousands is one chapter of soldiers. One chapter is the proper word? What's the proper word for this? Battalion? Something like that. Battalion or legion? Battalion or legion, okay. Okay, that's one legion. Battalion or legion. But the amount of legions then ain't misbar. Okay? So each legion we know, or each each, uh, battalion we know how many soldiers are in. But how many uh, battalions themselves, we don't know. Rabbi Yirmi Barabba, Rabbi Yirmi Barabba gives another answer. Elif, Alphen, Yisham, Shunei, thousands and thousands serve me. 
Linahar Dinar, serve Hashem. Yecheskel saying they serve Hashem. Linahar Dinar. This is a river of Dinar, right? From the word Ner, like from flames. Shnamar, as it says, Nahar Dinor, the river of flames, Nogade, uh, kind of like left, the Nafik, and turned Min Kadamahi from in front of Hashem, Elef Alfin Yishamshune. And I saw when, they, when it turned, thousands and thousands serving Hashem, Verivai Revavon, and tens of thousands, Kadamai Yakuman, were standing in front of him. Mehechan Nafik. Okay, this, this river of flames that turned, so Yechezko was able to see it. Where does that river of flames come from? Says the Gemara, You know, these Chayes, who whenever they talk, the wind is fire. Their Shvitz creates these huge rivers of fire. And where do these fires flow to? Yikes. It flows onto the head of Gehenim. says, The the um, winds of Hashem Chema are are anger and fire. Yotza comes out visar mischayl, and the um, and it lands on the head of those who are mechalal, those who make holy things mundane. Um, I'm sorry. Mischayla is is when is when things are yeah when things are mundane. Al Rish Risham Yachol. What does it mean? It's gonna it's gonna end up. I'm sorry. That's the end of the pasuk. Al Rish Rishaim on the head of the Rishaim Yachol. It ends up uh, falling on. For Rav Achav Yaakov and Rav Yaakov says, I'll tell you where this stream goes, where this river goes. Al Asher Kumtai. It doesn't fall onto. People in uh, the heads of the Rosham Gehenim, it falls onto people who are kumtai. Okay, what does that mean? Shinemar asher kumtai v'layis. People who are kumtai, and it's not their time. Nahar yutzak yisaydam. The river, um, the, the river comes down and wash them away. Now we still don't know clearly from the Gemara or anything really from the Gemara what. It means that it, the, this river of fire is falling on people who are kumtai. What in the world does that mean? It falls on kumtai. So let's explain. There were 974 generations before the world was created. That the world was supposed to have been created earlier. There was supposed to be 974 generations. Top of tomorrow's daf. Except the Rabbani Shalom decided I'm not making the world yet. Seder? Now listen here. Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu got up. And the reason why he didn't create them because he saw these people would be messed up. But he took these people who would have lived and he puts their neshamas into every generation that currently lives in the world. He puts some of them here. And these are the chutzpadika people in each generation who are there and like dedicated to Averis. They don't just do Averis. They do Averis with chutzpah. That's what we're talking about. Okay? So that's where this fire goes. 
it's going on the heads of these kumtai, these people who have made it their mission in each dar to try to mess up the ruts and Hashem. All right? Amazing. Mamish amazing stuff. We don't need to look too far, right? It's amazing. Okay. Um, one more shot, and then we'll hold it here. Rav Nachmah Yitzchak says, Asher Kumtai, what does Asher Kumtai mean? It means Levrachahu. It's actually written uh, about good people. Good people. What does that mean? Dechsev says in the Pasuk, Elu Tamidecham, Shemekamten Atzman Aldevetera Belamazah. These are Tamidechachamim who cut themselves off from this world. They don't sleep so much. They don't rest so much. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Megalem Soyed Lelem Haba HaKadosh Baruch Hu teaches them all the Soyedes, all the secrets. In Oilem Haba Shenemar Nahar Yutzak Yesoydam There's going to be rivers that the that will teach them the secrets of the world when they come up to Oilem Haba. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. Mez Hashem will pick up from Amar Leishmul Lechiyah Barav. Okay, have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Go ahead, Rabbi. Yeah. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. So it said that the, when the wings fell off, the chayos or whatever that brio was can no longer say kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. Yeah. But yet when we say kedusha, it's lashon hove. Nekadesh es shimcha ba'olam. Kishem shemakdishim. Kishem shemakdishim Like they're doing it now. Kadosh, kadosh, kadosh. Yeah. It's a good shayla. So... The, the way that we'll understand it is the same way that we say Kaddish Kaddish. You can have Kaddish 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 from the lower Malachim in the lower, in the lower realms. But the Chayais themselves who are on this, uh, who are in this most highest level close to the Rabbinishaitan where these were their words have stopped saying it ever since the base of Mikdash is gone. It doesn't mean the Malachim aren't saying it. Stop. But the Chayais. You know, they were Russian. The Chayais that used to be. Huh? The highest were Russian. Why? Why are they Russian? They didn't say highest. They said highest. Very good. Very good. They were the highest ones. The highest ones. All right, good. I get the knocked, everybody. I get the knocked.